Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Gardening Podcast with your hosts Matt and Mike where we talk about what it's like to own and operate a gardening business inside of the UK. We talk about gardening, we talk about business, we talk about tools. Make sure you stay tuned. And welcome back. So in today's episode we're going to be talking about something that's probably on the majority of people's minds, especially last week if you're in the UK, and it's adverse weather. Now, the whole of the UK, obviously, as you know, last week was, if you weren't hit with a couple of inches of snow, then you were probably hit with a very, very frozen ground and a light dusting of frost. I know I was pretty lucky to only have a frozen ground which is silly really but that's yeah i did feel quite lucky because we didn't it actually wasn't too bad over here was it no i didn't miss a day but it made the days a lot harder and i know yeah. some people were sat at home a lot last week and yeah i can totally get why and i guess if you're digging over borders and bits and pieces you, you couldn't have really done that whereas i was kind of light landscaping, putting a gravel path and uh, like a seating area and sticking some mulch behind a border and just basically making a garden really, really low maintenance for a customer that I've just been, one of those jobs I've just been putting off, I think he asked me to do it in May and I was like, yeah, I'll get you sorted in December <laughs> and um, the, the, ch- the chap is... Um, he lives in, uh, the customer lives half the year in France and half the year in the UK. So I really did push it to the last minute because he goes on yeah. the 27th of December. So anyway, we were raking and or trying to at least this frozen tundra that we had. And to be fair, once I got into it, it didn't actually seem that cold. And want to get moved and warm up. Yeah, yeah. And I had a few calories to burn as well, and that helped. So, but the motivation to start out, like, the worst, it's just the worst thing because, like, you get out in the morning and you're, like, with your 10 layers on and your hat and, you know, your gloves and, you know. And then the first thing you're greeted with is a ice box of a Vararo. Yeah. And it's just, like, I couldn't get the side door open. Um, the de-ice and nozzle broke and was squirting at like 20% capacity so the de-ice was just dribbling all over the windscreen and it was just a horrible way to start the day and then you got to sit there for 10 minutes while it de-ices and de-mists and yeah it's just it's just a horrible way to start and then you get to a frozen frozen ground and to be honest like I've actually found myself really really busy this December and early January I found myself quite busy as well and I do feel quite fortunate for that because I know a lot of people aren't so I want to make sure I take advantage of it because I don't know whether my February is going to be the same yeah so I don't want to I don't want to just push this stuff back or push it off or I want to make sure I get it done however I was meant to have a team of all three of us you know the mighty threesome on Friday and I was there on my billy because it was too cold for one and travel plans had derailed literally the other one so i did it on my own and it was it was like it was like the early days it was nice <laughs> it was nice i listened to a lot of podcasts and 
had some music going on, and yeah, it was good. It was good. I want to do it every day with the frozen, with the frozen ground. It's a bit but, cold, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the solar thing kind of kept me going. Yeah. But it just got me thinking, like, this, we don't really have extremes in the UK. And obviously there are different areas of the UK, but the Outer Hebrides have a bigger extremes than the city centre of London. And, you know, this this year has been a year of extremes. All it needed was for this winter to be like when we had winter in 2010, when it yeah. was like a foot and we all went snowboarding and stuff. You really would have had everything this year. Because, you know, we had 40 degree heat in York. And, yeah. you know, I was holidaying f- flukily. I managed to take a holiday on the week where I would not have wanted to work at all. And I was in the... It's not the valleys, but I was not far away from, like, uh, St. David's and Pembrokeshire, I think it is, um, on the coastline near, near Aberystwyth. And we were in a, an amazing bank on this. It was lovely. Record-breaking day, and it was 35. Yeah, like, 35 degrees in Wales. Like, my friend was in Tenerife at the same time, and I was, I was sat <laughs> on the balcony it, <laughs> in deepest, darkest rural Wales. Like, and it really was, like, when it got to, like, the heat of the day, like, 3, 4 o'clock, you could just feel it, couldn't you? It was just crazy heat. Yeah. And you can always put more layers on, can't you? But, like, in the in the heat, it's really bad. Yeah. And I know Tom, who I work with, really, really struggles with the, the heat and the cold. He's really, really sensitive. I'm less so. And I think some people are just built... Probably a bit more weathered. I think you know they can they can take it a little bit more. Um, I don't know whether that's because they've got a bigger incentive to pay the bills and it's their business and it's that kind. I think of, that does help. They've it? got the warrior type of mentality, whereas the other one's an employee, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just are you going to push that extra ten twenty percent on the really tough days when there's. It's the same amount of pay in it and the same amount of everything. And, yeah, I don't know sometimes whether it's just the, um, whether it's just, like, because I'm a business owner and you need to push through. Yeah, so, I mean, while you was at, in Wales, holidaying, I was actually working on a, a fairly big garden that I do. I can remember that was... 40 degree heat and I was just sat under trees just absolutely boiling it was yeah absolutely awful um and you were sending me pictures of your nice nice little farmhouse barn conversion now and then absolutely dripping in sweat not wanting to um to do any more bed weeding it's ironic, really, that, that, that farmhouse, because it's not a place I could have afforded, but we were going to go up to Northumberland, but the previous people that had been in the Airbnb had broken the bath, and it was leaking onto the ceiling on the first week of the summer holidays. 
So they had to cancel the Airbnb for the whole summer. And then we just took whatever was available. And it was yeah. this amazing, like, carpenter's barn in the middle of Wales. It was awesome. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't have wanted to work that week. But we have obviously worked ridiculously hot weeks. And the comp combating that is the solutions for it's often like just as easy as winter you know in winter you put on more layers yeah you make sure you eat plenty you make sure you're drinking plenty um mind you though my my bottle of juice turned to a bottle turned into a robinson slushy by the end of the day it was horrible um because it wasn't a nice blended one it was just like frozen wherever it was lying yeah and yeah, and obviously it's it's in the in the in the winter, you know, you do all the right things and in the summer you do all the right things. But yeah. um I think it's okay to um to not go out in those conditions. And I think sometimes like you see it all the time on Facebook groups, like, is everyone working today? And there's the experienced guys that are like Taking a picture of a can of cause light, yeah, at like ten thirty, going at midday for me, and <laughs> like you know, because they've been there, done it, they've assessed it, they understand it, they know the ramifications. And then there's the newer people that are like not scared, but there's a level that you've got to learn before you can make those tough decisions and feel comfortable about them. So you have to make them at all levels, but it's about, like, really, in your heart's hearts going, I made the right decision there. And I think because I'd been away from this industry for so long, and then previous time I was an employee who would have moaned like heck about going out in the sun. Maybe not the sun, I can't the sun, but going out in the cold. I would have probably moaned, you know. Typical eighteen-year-old lad would probably hung over, moaning like heck. And Andy was my uncle as well, so it's family, and <laughs> you know, like. But um, yeah, I think in reality, it's it's it can be a tough decision to make when you're younger, uh, you, uh, when you're newer into the business. Yeah, and I think only this year I've become really, really like settled in my decision making that. We're not working. We're working, and yeah. I'll be honest. I always err on the side of working rather than not working, and I think that's just because I like to think I'm a Spartan, and <laughs> I see it as a little bit of a challenge. Do you know what I mean? I'm a bit sick in the head like yeah. that, um, which consequently left left me doing a landscaping job on my own back in yeah. the last week drinking my Robinson slushy, but you know I find, you know I like to think that I rise to the challenge and I'm a bit sick in the head really. Um, but I tell you what, like I don't like it's wind, and yeah. it always comes when you're doing the tallest trees at the top of your arborist ladders. Yeah. Or it's just are you doing a hawthorn and like all the leaves have dropped and it's just blowing right through it's just that's so dangerous and i think it doesn't hit me until i like 
I'm up like run five, and I'm like, oh, it's a bit windy today. Yeah, see, I start and, about run five. <laughs> five <laughs> <once yeah>. on <laughs> ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of a journey for that. Um, but yeah, I've never walked away from a job through wind. And I probably yeah. should have done. And I probably to should be have fair, done I did it twice this year. What walked away what? from it? Yeah. Yeah, you're I, very rural, though. Yeah, I came back and, and finished it when it was less less windy, but yeah, it's awful. It was doing a half form, and it was it was just pointless. So I'm up on a on a bit of a verge as well, and just balancing on ladders, trying to get the back of the hedges with a long reach, petrol long reach as well. So not any of this light battery stuff, and. I'm just missing bits. Every no, bass, I'm no, missing bits. Yeah. Ducking and diving out of the way. Top of these ladders. No, none, none, none of that posh stuff. No, none of that posh, expensive stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not from screw you're not interested. Yeah. The, um, so, I guess you'll probably be doing them for customers you work for, though. Yes. Yeah. So, like, so I can just, make, like I just yeah. Come back. Whereas, if I do a hedge, I see that person yeah. once a year. And then I'm like, oh, y'all, this is... And, like, and then I have to look at the thing. And I know exactly where they live. I know exactly how to do the job. Yeah. But like, I might only see them to collect the money and to answer the door if they want to brew. And sometimes I don't even see them. I've been working for a guy for four years. I worked out the other day. I've never met him. <laughs> <laughs> never met the him. ideal customer. Yeah. Tom asked me, he was like, <laughs> Tom asked me, he was like, so what's he like, his holiday? And I'm like, I've no idea. I didn't meet him on the quote. I've, he pays his invoice the same day every single time. It's really nice. Always ask When you find out you've been doing the wrong house. He <laughs> <laughs> lives abroad. <laughs> They've never stopped me. Um, but yeah, the... Thunder scares me. Yeah. That really scares me. And Especially when you, you've got ladders out. I have walked off a job for Thunder. And I would do that again. To be honest, yeah. that really scares me. Um, my granddad many years ago got struck by lightning. Um, Bloody hell. Walking, <laughs> he was fine. Um, but <laughs> walking in a storm with an umbrella with a um, with a metal cap because it was like <laughs> 1950s. Just asking for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like the advert what not to do <laughs> these days. But yeah, he, he got back. Anyway. Um, I think there's enough. This industry is really difficult because you are seasonal with yeah. with weather issues, and like it's just it's just a nightmare. It's like so. Any, I think you do need to like kind of just be as tough as you can in terms of like trying to work as much as possible through these things and distract yourself and just I think if there's a, a chance you can do it you should try and give it a go and I think it's like when you're sick which I have been for, for many many months sitting on the sofa and wallowing is just yeah. a hunt it's just what you want to do you, you have a terrible night and you wake up and you're like there's no way I can face the world and you know I talk about this whole like me being a Spartan and trying to go to war with, you know, with a hoe in one hand and a rake, <laughs> a rake in the other. But me with a cold is not a Spartan. 
I really I just want to hide away from the world and just cry on my own. And the I think to be honest, the <laughs> getting out there and doing the normal day. If it, obviously if it's severe, you know. <laughs> No. I brought my back yesterday, but I go weeding. You know, it's like you've got if it's like a common cold and like sore throat and stuff like that. I hate to use this phrase because I really do hate it, but man flu and like because I get it all the time. I get it all the time because I, und- I underdress. That sounds really weird. I don't put enough layers on when I go out. I'm really bad for it. Um, and if you do crack on. And you just like you have your normal morning coffee, yeah. you have your Weetabix, and you start to feel slightly better. You have some food, you're dressed in the normal way. You might have your head down and moping, and then sometimes, not all the time, you feel 20 30 percent better, yeah, in the afternoon than you did in the morning. And then by the evening, you feel quite a lot better normally, and it. It's almost like ignoring it works. Yeah, you're almost like tricky brain into forgetting you. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Real. Um, I sometimes associate like really adverse weather conditions with being ill. Like it's a similar yeah. it's a similar type thing that if you just kind of ignore it, like it'll kind of be alright. And it's also about being sensible when you're out there and like <laughs> don't but bear grills right all oh, right yeah if you, just a natural progression from <laughs> grassroots gardening podcast into bear grills he always and i'm not going to quote him verbatim because I, I don't know the exact quote but he always talks about how you don't fight against nature yeah you just go with it and that's quite similar with rain so, like, it very rarely, in the UK, it does, but very rarely, does it rain all day. From 8.30 till 5, it very rarely rains every hour of the day. And, ironically, it did a few weeks ago, um, but it doesn't usually. It's normally spits and spats and spots. And if you just dive into the van for half an hour... That yeah. might be all that it is, and you might be able to work it. It depends what you're doing. If you're mowing, are you? To you be know. fair, yeah. in the rain, if it's raining, I'll just reschedule because it's you so. You schedule all day for rain. Not it, either in the morning to the afternoon if it's going to clear up, or I'll just reschedule the day. Really? What in advance? Like that morning, because what? All my customers are fairly flexible. Driver old and at home all the time, so it doesn't yeah. doesn't make a massive difference. And you're the wicked witch of the west that can't get wet. Yeah, yeah. but it's just my, so my, unproductive. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I just I'll just obviously if I'm out there and it starts raining, I'll finish the job. Right. I'll put, I'll put my coat on, and um, okay. and crack on. But if I know it's going to be Absolutely chucking it down. It's sometimes it's just easier to just reschedule. <laughs> it's, easy. it's easy to reschedule when it's sunny. It's great to reschedule everyone. <laughs> God, that car's yeah. light with that bloke that's been doing it 20 years. But, but that will change. Uh, that's that's the thing. 
Yeah. When I go full time, that will change. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah. You live in North Yorkshire, England. You're not yeah. going to be able to get away with, with the rain. No. But yeah, and, and the rain is. It's a bit of. I hate it when it's intensely raining first thing in the morning. Yeah. Because that's the. It's a really hard justification for people, customers, colleagues. Yeah. To be like, oh, don't worry. It's gone at half twelve. Yeah. They're like, what? It's like four hours. And whereas if it's like, ah, oh, we'll go up to like two. And then it's a thunderstorm too, so we'll see what happens. And you can go out until it really hits. And then it probably won't hit straight away. Like the weather the weather apps are not that good, but at two o'clock it just goes whoosh. No. You know, it's on it's like half two, three o'clock. Sometimes it just passes by you. Yeah. It doesn't happen at all. But when it's first thing in the morning it's really difficult. Because it's a bit of an odd conversation for a colleague, go, Oh, don't worry, we'll start at one. <laughs> just like what? What do you mean start on one? They'd rather just have the day, and I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but yeah, that's yeah, it's an interesting one. But the um, we don't get. It's a pretty. I think a lot of people moan about the UK and the weather, but I actually think, from a gardening perspective, it's probably one of the best in the world. Yeah. Now, Florida for example, is probably as close to a country that mows year-round than you can get. Because they mow all through winter. Yeah. They stop mowing for about six weeks in the summer when it's too dry. Yeah. And, you know, that sometimes can go on a little bit longer. So you can actually have a lawn care business that pretty much is year-round. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about it. But we... We only really have like like six weeks in January where nothing grows at all. And I know the grass. I mean, some people are still mowing lawns. I don't really understand that because I think it's the worst job in the world. Just mowing lawns when it's wet and horrible. Like, I saw loads of people saying they were mowing lawns last week. Like, that's fine. If that's what you want to do. I've got absolutely no desire to go out after, like mid. I did a couple mid November, but I haven't really done much since then. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. Anyway, you do you. But this, yeah, those six weeks is about the only time where absolutely nothing grows, except for like like bluebells and snow snowdrops and stuff yeah. like that. Right. Uh, but we don't really need to maintain them. We get sold off if we do. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's too bad a country, but there's a lot going against us for being just a gardener in general. Like the seasonality yeah. is really can be really tough for some people. Um once you've been doing it a few years, it doesn't even become a question. Like I'm seeing as I'm moving through the journey that it's becoming easier and easier and easier each time. Like I've just accepted a job which is gonna be five days in January. I've done a stream of quotes this week to fill up January, and I've only got maybe two days left in January that's available now, um, which that's good. is not what it was like last year, yeah. and it definitely wasn't like it the year before, and 
it's just because you've done work for so many of our customers and you're so yeah. much more spread out that the opportunities and also you become a little hawk looking for these opportunities yeah. all year round and like it's a bit of a weird mentality like you know you just going about your day in july oh i think you're having a gravel path laid and you're like oh bingo january yeah. and then like you know you, you try and not sell benefits but just just basically be honest and say that you the capacity that is is around up until end of the year but you know squeeze you in we'll do a great job we'll have a chat about it then if you can wait and to be honest most people if they know like and trust you will just wait yeah um that's what i found and if they can't wait then you make a decision whether you want to do it or not but cool right we'll leave this one there thanks for joining in guys and thanks for joining us again i really appreciate it and uh yeah we'll see you in the next one see you later episode if you would like to share your grassroots story then please be sure to email us at the grassroots podcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you and hopefully get you a scheduled slot we'd love to hear your story alternatively if you've enjoyed today's show then we really would appreciate a well-worded five-star review on whichever platform you've tuned in from thank you very much catch you in the next one